Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, a podcast for you, the players, supporters and the hard-working volunteers that make a glorious game from the lowest to the highest levels in the UK and beyond. We at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps have now teamed up with Derbyshire County Cricket Club to promote cricket at all levels across the county and wider regions. I'm Rick, I'm here with Ian, Richard and Neil as we take you on a journey around our home here at Winslow Cricket Club in Burn-on-Trent. On this podcast, we'll keep you updated on all the goings-on here at Winslow Cricket Club, and we will also be answering all your questions and inviting you, the listener, to send in all your stories from around the cricketing world. We will, of course, have a special guest coming with their view from Cow Corner with all their stories, ideals and anecdotes. So, let's get started and bring you up to date with the goings-on at Winslow Cricket Club, the little club with a big personality. So welcome to another episode of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. I, uh, I can't tell you what number we're on because we've done that many now. We're seasoned pros at it now, aren't we, Neil? Yeah, doing plenty now, knocking them so out. <laughs> this one, this episode, we have got Mars and Livo have gone on the road. They've gone to B3 Cricket in Nottingham and they spoke with Michael Blatherwick about his bats and the production of bats. They had a look around the factory. Mars actually said his bats were that good that he uh, nearly come out of retirement. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, let's go over to Cow Corner and listen to Michael Bathwick. So, welcome back to Cow Corner with me and Livo. Back on the road again today for the first time in a while with Rich Marsa. How are we, Mars? Yeah, really good, Ian, thanks. Nice to be out of the car for a change instead of yeah, being on Zoom, yeah, isn't it? it is. Nice little journey this morning. Definitely. So, let's get to it. And today we've made the trip of just about an hour to visit one of the fastest growing cricket bat manufacturers and brands in the country. Today we're visiting B3 Cricket to chat with Managing Director and right-hand batter Michael Blatherwick. How are we, Michael? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good to see you, sir. It's great to be surrounded by nothing but bats. Yeah, well, as you said, when you came in, you um, you can smell it, can't you? You can smell the willow this morning. That sounds like a... It does, does, yeah. Sounds a bit weird, but yeah, you could do. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose where we ought to start is B three. But before we get on to that, we like just to have a bit of background about your cricket life. Really, yeah. where did cricket first start for you? What were your clubs, your influences, your mentors, that sort of thing? And, and what age did you start at? Really, um, right from um, being old enough to crawl, really, and, right. and go to games with the old man. Yeah. So dad was a very, very keen amateur sportsman, football in the winter, cricket in the summer. Yeah. 
um, the earliest memories, he used to play for Rally. When, when the factory grounds were literally sort of professional grounds, yeah. weren't they? I mean, back in them days, the, the, the works teams were really good yes. qualities, weren't they? Yes, yeah. so in you, you got sports. Rally, Boots, players in, yeah. in, in Nottingham, yeah. Plessy, okay. um, and, and Dad played for Rally. He moved on to Lenton United down at the side of the Trent there. Yeah, okay. exactly. And he played there. And, and that's where I had my first um, senior game of cricket at about 11 years of age when you were allowed to. Mm, mm. And um, yeah, played for the third team. And Did you do much in the game? I had a little bowl and I got about 11 not out at the end, batting at nine. Happy days. Pretty good. So um, that was it really. And yeah. um, onwards and upwards. Started playing... North Notts boys when I was at school, junior school yeah. in Bulwell, Nottingham. Went to um, play for the City boys, and and back then, um, the City boys used to play on the um, on, on the outfield at Trent Bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and that's where that's where I met Russell, who who obviously started B three cricket. Yeah. Okay, so it's always been in and around Nottingham. Yeah, not not North Notts, born and bred. Yeah, um, so born in Bulwell, moved to. Um, Hucknall um, for senior school yeah. and, and been around here ever since. So was Lenton your first senior club and then did you move on to all the clubs after that? Yeah, Dad went after that. Um, he, he did have a, a, a few clubs my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, he, 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 he went on to um, play for Gedlin Colliery and Gedlin mm. Colliery in the late 70s, early 80s were a very good side and um, I made my first team cricket in the old the Knox Amateur League oh, right, um, yeah. for Gedlin against Bullwell and they had a, I was 14 um, opened the bat in they had a fast bowler left arm and Mick Overend who was and um, he bounced me before helmets he bounced I was going to say yeah yeah and, and I hooked him for six and he came down and shook my hand did you really yeah the next ball he sent me middle pole cold it's <laughs> <laughs> about three yards quicker yeah that's quite cricket for you oh, welcome yeah. 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 welcome yeah. It, it's it, to me, well done now. Yeah, yeah. Those stories go back to times that me and you remember very well, yeah. and the, the fact that we always say that without a helmet. Yeah, we know a lot of our listeners find that incredible to even think about. We've yeah. got a lot of listeners who are in the twenties and thirties still who've never played without a helmet. No, just give me your your thoughts on the change there in terms of how that's happened. Well, it came in with some of the England players, didn't it? Mm. And, and the old Perspect visor. I, I remember when I was about... So, I, I went from Gedlin to Kimber. Well, I went I went via players. I went to players for a year because I wanted to play in the Gunnamore Alliance League, mm-hmm. which was considered the better league. Because I was ambitious. I did want to be a professional cricketer. Mm. And um, I, I went to play at players for a year. And I did well there at about 17. And Kimberley asked me to go and play for them. And then I was there for 40 years, man and boy. Wow. Um, you know, That's pl- right. yeah, player, captain, coach, committee member, yeah. everything. So who's your club now? I packed up, I played Premier League cricket till I was 45 for Kimberley. Yeah. And then um, when all that um, came to an end, I, I gave it a break for a year and I live in Papawick. So I went to Papawick and Limby for a bit, but now my lad, plays at Hucknall Cricket in the Notts Premier League. Mm-hmm. So if I go and watch a game, I tend to go and watch him, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not doing anything formally with any clubs at the moment, yeah. but I've done all my life. And actually, when, when you actually give it a break, mm-hmm. the time it creates in your life and your mind yeah. is incredible. 
Because I, yeah. I also spent 40 years thinking more about cricket <laughs> and how we were going to win a league than my work life. Yeah. Got to ask this question because you did play back in the day. Yeah. Um, and it's one of our favourite conversation topics. You've got 10,000 plus runs on play cricket. Yeah. Go on. Have you got any idea how many there is before that? Well, see, I have a bit of banter with my son about this. <laughs> Because up until, old, about, up, <laughs> up until about four years ago, I was still in the top ten run scorers in the Notts Premier League, yeah. and I'd not played for seven. <laughs> so so um, we, we always have a little reference point for him when he starts getting big at it. Yeah. But um, no, be, before that, I mean, I, I was, when the Notts Premier League started in 99, I was 33 years of age. And, and, and there's lads thinking of packing up now at yeah. 33. Yeah. You know, and as you say, I, from then I scored... Yeah, well, played a lot of cricket. Yeah, yeah. That sounded very big, and I didn't mean it to. No, <laughs> no, what, what I meant was I played a lot of cricket, and it's like young Tom in the office there. He's only 30, and he's packed up playing. Has he really? And I'm going, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, you'll regret it, lad. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So you can't put a number on it like our friend Andy Mitchell at How's That Cricket? Um, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Oh, well, what Andy's got is just phenomenal. His record well, is incredible. You, you need people like that. I mean, I've yeah. got a couple of old teammates, and and um, we, we, we we meet sadly mainly at funerals these days. But you know, there's a couple of lads, Clarkie and Johnny Mack, who, who played with me at Kimberley. They recollect everything, mm. every ball, every over, every scenario. Yeah, Un- unbelievable. Yeah, we're on a mission to find the largest number of runs and wickets on play cricket right now, and I came one. Crossword a couple of days ago that I'd not seen before. I think the gentleman's name's John Summerfield down at Flittick in North Ants, Bedfordshire. And yeah. uh, he must be a good player because it was, it was an opposition club wishing him happy birthday. Yeah. And then you look it up and see he's got 35,000 on immense, play cricket. Immense. But then you see that these old clubs have been putting the old score books on. Yeah. So yeah. it's building up. And yeah, that, you've been looking at Mars has been thinking about that for a while, haven't you? Getting those old school books. Yeah, it's a massive task. It's a, a hugely onerous task to do it, and I, there are some clubs out there have done it. And, and good luck to them. I do like it. I mean, I, you know, in, in a way, the, the youth of today don't realise how lucky they are because mm. actually being able to go back and look at those stats is, is brilliant. Yeah, oh, and, and also now the the um, the advent of. of um, them all being frog boxed or recorded, yeah. being able to go back and watch yourself play cricket. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, I'd love that. So do you want to give us a bit of background, how it all started and where you see it all going? Yeah, I, I mentioned Russell earlier. So Russell um, played for Knotts until he was about 25. Then he got a job at Gunnar Moore. And he, he went to sort of second in command at Gunnar Moore. And he wanted to become a professional umpire. And... Gunnamore wouldn't give him the time off to pursue that. Mm. So he had an idea for a business. He didn't tell me that the main reason was he wanted to become an umpire at the time. But, <laughs> um, and he had this idea for B3 Cricket. And it was through some R&D work he'd done at Gunnamore, developing new ways of making bats using um, CNC machines and, and AutoCAD. And... I, I'm a cricket badger. I've just sold yeah, yeah. My, my main business. My, my, my career has always been in the IT industry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just um, managed to do well out of a business and Russell knew I was vulnerable and a <laughs> cricket badger. I wouldn't be able to resist. So yeah. I, I, I kind of tried to help him get B3 off the ground. And we started from Bullwell in 2012. Um, sadly, um, 2017, 
Russell had become an umpire, he was on the county circuit, doing mm-hmm. really well. Um, Russell passed away very suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he felt ill one day, went into hospital and didn't come out. Obviously mm-hmm. tragic, young yeah. family. Yeah. Um, always lived in Long Eaton, by the way, uh, border town. And, um, you know, but then I had to make a decision. And, and luckily, I was at a time of life where um, I, I was kind of easing back a little bit, so I had the time. Mm. To, to put into it, so that, that's, that's what I do now. Yeah. And so where does the name B3 come from? So there are three ways to buy a bat from us. Um, we've got the series range, which is the standard range of six or seven of the most popular shapes at the time. Almost the sort of off-the-shelf-ish type stuff. Well, they're, 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 off, they're not off-the-shelf, they're, they're made to stock. So if somebody wants a bat, they'll come in and they'll find 200 bats in stock. But even then, they can be customised. Yeah. They might find a bat that they like, but say that's a little bit heavy, or can I? Mm-hmm. Can can you put this colour stickers on it? So you can tweak an existing bat, a mm-hmm. stock bat. Um, or if you can't find something um, that suits you off the shelf, then we can make it to order within a week. You can make, you know, you say, right, I want that shape, two pound nine ounce, black stickers, two grips, overland or we'll make it. Then with, so that's one way, B1 if you like. B2 is the custom range. So we developed an online configurator where you can go on and you know how when you build a new car, you can specify a car, that's what it is. So you can go and build your back, you choose your edge, your shape, your your spine, your handle. Again, we'll make it within a week. Does it show you a picture online of of that back? Yes, yes, you can send yourself a PDF. Yeah, yeah. You know. um, Clever. Yeah, it is. And, um, and the third option is B3, is the bespoke service. Mm. So you might have an old favourite in the loft okay. or the garage, yeah. Yeah. and, and I, I, that's what I want. I want that shape. So we can um, bat map it. So literally, you can, if you, people in Australia can send us photos, mm-hmm. and we can bat map it, and we'll make it exactly the same. Right. And they won't be able to tell the difference. Uh, or they bring it in. And, and, and then we will AutoCAD that, um, design the bat, make sure it's bang on, and then make it again within a week. I don't so, know if it's a trade secret, but how is that bat mapping done? Is it basically just from photographs? Do you need to see certain dimensions? or The, the CAD software these days is very clever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah we, we can take photos. That we, we, we get dimensions right. as well. We get obviously get the weight. Yeah. Um, and, and then we can feed that into the CAD and, and get okay. it bang on. And the, the clever bit, the, the, um, the IP, if you like, the intellectual property, is in our algorithms to get that back out of the right cleft and make, yeah. as I showed you earlier, um, it'll come off the, the CNC machine within about a sixteenth of an ounce or whatever that is in grams for the younger listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that, that's the clever bit, really. Yeah. And repeatability, every back gets a serial number. So if somebody says, I love that shape, that's all I want, we'll make you another one. Just yeah. we, we know everything about that bat. Yeah. Similarly, you know, the old adage, somebody in a changing room picks it up yeah. and goes, that's lovely, I want one just like it. Mm. Or give us a serial number and we, we know everything about it. So Mrs. Smith, down in Australia, just a random name, obviously, fancies <laughs> buying a bat for her husband. Sheila. Uh, Sheila. Yeah, Sheila with her husband called Steve. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, wants to buy a bat. So they send you photos, your cab machine does all, all the, the, the fancy stuff to bring it down to basically something you put on the CNC and cut it out. Yeah. How different can it be from one piece of willow to another when you, you put that on the CNC, you know, touch, feel, etc.? 
Um, it can be, but also um, if we, we only buy the best three grades of willow mm -hmm. from JS Wrights, the biggest willow merchant in the world from that. So with that grade of willow, once we know the shape and the weight, by matching the right piece of willow right. to the bat means we can be very consistent. We, 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 we make bats for a lot of pros and um, you know, they all comment that the, the repeatability and the consistency yeah. um, is good. There's a real art to the pressing. So, you know, some of the big boys will have automated pressers. Every piece of willow will go through a press at the same pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you mentioned, Timmy, when we was in the factory, it's the, the press is vital in all this. Yeah. Out of the pros, I'm not sure you can name everyone, but who's your top performers that you're currently su supplying bats to? Well, um, I don't know when this is going out, but last night, in Luke Wells, who plays for Lancashire, made his 100 debut for the yeah. Welsh Fire or Dragons. Uh, whatever they are, and um, he, he, he got 50 off about 35 balls, didn't he? Yeah. Smashed it. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you know that, that, you know that knocking in? Is that bothering your broadcast? No, no, it's good to have the knocking in, because it, it proves we're at, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not in the pub this time, are we? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I, uh, you know, we, but we sponsor, we, we sponsor players, but we don't pay them. We're not no, that, we're not that no. kind of business. So we've sponsored lads like Sean Masoub. Yeah, mm. yeah. He was with us for six years. But then... That was before his Derbyshire time? Yes, and, and then people started paying him, mm. and there was a decision to be made, and we said no, because if we were to do that, then we'd have to pass that cost on. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, yeah, we, we, we kind of sponsor um, some good county players mm. and up-and-coming players, um, but we, we don't pay. I was going to ask that question, and you sort of jumped ahead on it. Do you look across the country at what's happening in, I will say junior, but sort of second eleven? Uh, maybe minor counties and look for players who you think do you know what they might be worth a, a, a punt on um, it's a guessing game mm. if I told you some of the players I'd turned down right you'd laugh <laughs> uh -huh. yeah I'm not going to do you mean you've, made, <laughs> you've obviously made a mistake or two then. it's embarrassing it's yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like picking all yeah but if we all had a crystal ball then yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but in, in terms of those three B's that you've described I, lo I love the way you describe it as custom and bespoke yeah. A lot of people wouldn't recognise the difference between them, yeah. but it's yeah. very important. Yeah. What sort of percentage of your um, customers come through that door thinking they're going to buy something off the shelf, and by the time they've left here, I've had something different tweaked to the bat, or it, I'm guessing it'd be quite a lot. So the good thing about us is everybody's played the game. Yeah, Everybody knows the difference between a good bat and a bad bat. Five of us out of the eight are qualified coaches as well, so that helps. But most people, okay, so 80% of customers will come in, as long as they find something with the right weight, feel, pick up, and most importantly, ping, then they're happy. Others are very, very particular, and very you know, um, specific about what they want out of a bat. The shape, the weight, the look, the feel. Um, and, and, you know, we cater for that. We cater for fussiness. Mm. You know, we've made bats for... <laughs> Lots of people who aren't necessarily got our stickers on them. Um, I can yeah, I can mention a few. We used to make bats for Jonathan Trot. Okay. Jonathan Trot, as you would expect, is one of the fussiest people in the world. <laughs> he would spot a millimeters difference mm -hmm. from twenty two yards. Really. You know, we, we've got we we've, we've done work for Steve Smith when he was over here, and he's again very fussy. Yeah, there's been a video flying around, hasn't there, about the weight of his bats with his uh, he had a blindfold on. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Un unbelievable badger. Mm. Um, other players, um, you know, aren't that fussy, but they might be very specific about the handles, for example. Yeah. 
So it's, it's understanding what a player wants out of a bat and making sure more than anything that they're comfortable mm. going to the wicket. Um, and you're talking about youngsters earlier mm. as well, Ian. You know, making sure they've got a bat that's big enough to give them power so they're not searching for it when yeah. they're playing the shots and losing the technique. But also, you know, it can't be that big that they can't play the, the, the cross-back shots yeah. properly. Yeah. So, what about, what about um, the same player, let's say, who wants a bat for a test match or a bat for a 100 game, whatever? Are, are the different, what's the big differences between those two bats or are they just using the same no, bat? No, some players do, some players don't. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a few, I won't name names, but a, a couple of our pros will have heavier bats yeah. for... Yeah, the 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 white ball game. <coughs> yeah, it's lower centre of gravity, maybe. Or well, it depends who they're playing, man. the pitches they're playing on, everything. Yeah. I mean, even, even I back in the day. I mean, we. I mean, you talk about T twenties. It's something new. We played yeah, evening absolutely. league. <laughs> evening league. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't do evening league now because you can't get anywhere. Yeah. We used to leave work at five o'clock and travel <laughs> the other side of the county yeah. and start at quarter six. Yeah, exactly. We used to play 16 eight ball overs as well. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that must so, have been a Midlands thing, didn't it? We didn't do that. But I had. I say it's, it's going back. I mean, what eighties we used to do that. So it's yeah. nothing new, is it really? But I had, I had a good and more about two pound nine for Saturday when I was playing proper cricket. Yeah. And yeah. I had this big magnum like Bodham. Did you for for evening league when you got a license? Yeah. yeah. Do you find that the pros are more fickle and fussy versus the clubbies, or do you get the club cricketers who are just as bad and want to come in and they'll spend two hours trying to decide what they want? You get all, all different types. You know, some of the pros are particularly fussy, others aren't at all. Mm. And, and the same with customers. But we encourage that, to be honest. But what you've done with the pros in particular, I think, is really clever, isn't it? Because where you've got these serial numbers now, you can repeat it time and time again. Yeah, so we will make them a, um, a prototype, if you like, when we sign a new pro. And once we know the attributes of that bat, it's totally repeatable. Yeah. Unless they want to change or, or experiment with something new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, the club player, you know, the, the people who want to come in and, and you know, do the factory tour, have a hit in the net. I've not even shown you the net yet, mm -hmm. I'll show you that. Um, you know, we encourage it, why not? It's, it's your, we're catering for people's um, passion and love outside of the mundane. Yeah. You know, it's, it's your hobby. Mm. You know, if I go and buy a fishing rod, I'm terrible. You know, so, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. we, 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 we encourage that, to be honest. And I think that's, you know, we've got it listed on our questions, but I think you just know that that's what the B3 difference is. You call mm. it that on your website, don't you? Mm. It's catering for absolutely everybody yeah. to come and do a factory visit if you want, hitting the do the full works and mm. I can't imagine anybody who's going to come here from a club cricket perspective who's going to go that was a bad visit they're going to love every minute of that we've, yeah. we've only been here 45 minutes it's yeah. run up our streets no, straight no, away we've got smiles on our faces but I mean just uh, describe where we are we're in your office uh, I walked in straight away and could smell the willow as yeah. I've said before and I'm looking around the room there's racks around the room with all bats on with different names on Yeah. Uh, we've got a maverick Imperium, a tempo, a signum. Have you have you come up with those names? Um, well, it's hard to find names <laughs> that people haven't thought of before. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, well, I we, think Sublime's a good one though. I like that one. Before. I was uh, that, see that was watching an old clip and somebody said David Gower. Sublime. Sublime cover drive. Yeah. I can boom. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Can now picture that. Solum, signum. 
Solum, it's because it's our lowest middle. It's based on an old Sachin Tendulkar shape. Okay. So somebody said that's so low, so but so low. So there's a bit of a musical theme running through it. Yeah. yeah. Then we went a little bit Greek. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if any any of your listeners have any names for cricket bats, then please forward them. How often how often do you change them? Um, well, I, I don't I don't really go into that because most a lot of brands feel the need to change them every year. Yeah. Thank you. And there's no need, is no there? Need. No need. No need, because actually, if people get used to what they like in terms of the middle position, yeah. you know, what, what, why change it? If, you know. And you've got various coloured stickers on there to, which represent those bats that we just mentioned. No, not at all. No, you, can, you, can have, you can have any colour any combination. Sticker. Yeah, so what we did, we, we kept our, our, our protective gear, pads, gloves, etc., very plain and neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Then we did a rate. We were the first to do the lots of different choice of stickers. Yeah. Um, people have emulated that. Can they have the bespoke stickers if they want? We've done them in the past. It, it depends on the quantity. So we've done them for schools. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then we've done them for some clubs. Yeah. But they, they, you need a quantity of fifty or more to make it. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a. Did you um, do anything about the broad half penny down who had their was it bicentenary last year where cricket was originally played? No. Apparently, no. Yeah, well, we did, we did some special stickers for them, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. they sold a load of bats. That was good. Yeah. In in terms of you've you've moved on as you say, you just touched on it from bats to also protective wear, and you got the sublimated clothing stuff like that. Yeah. Is that classic sales or marketing? Is that just demand from customers saying, "Can you do that?" And you've got, do you know what? It's a good idea. We'll, we'll go down that route. Or was that part of the plan long term? Always the plan, you know, we want to provide a one-stop shop for, we, we, we say the discerning cricketer without wanting to sound snobbish, you know, the, the, somebody who knows the difference between a good bat and a bad bat and knows what they like yeah. in a bat um, and kit, so that, that's where we tend to aim. And how's the, the protective kit in particular, how's that taken off over the last few years for you? Yeah, just undo the straps. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's definitely listened to the before. Okay, let me rephrase that. Has no. that been a big growth area for you, Michael? No, it's good, it's good, yeah. But, uh, again, the discerning cricketer tends to want um, the same brand on, on the legs and the hands as they yeah, do with yeah, the bat. They do, yeah. yeah. Uh, not everybody, but, you know, a lot. And, and yeah, so it's, it's a service we have to offer. Um, you want to look smart, you want to feel good, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. That, you know, going back to the bat, you want a bat that you trust, so you're not thinking about that instead of actually just playing the ball. So just, you've named Luke Wells, who we talked about. Um, just give our listeners who don't know B3, which there might not be many, but give, give them an idea of some of the other pros they could look at who are using your bats at the moment. Um, Lewis Rees at Derbyshire. He's done all right the last couple of weeks. He's not bad, is he? He's <laughs> not bad. A few runs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Connors, yeah. Ben Aitchinson. Um, we've got a couple of lads at Knox. We've got Brett Hutton. What about that other pro called Blatherwick? Oh, Jack, my nephew. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he's um, he's at Lancashire. Yeah. If, if he can break into the T20 with the way he strikes the ball, he's mm. six foot four and strong yeah. lad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he, do, he does it a good ball. And, and before he became a bowler, he... he, 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 he Back in the top four for the county at school okay. level. Stumps, ups, and beer bumps. Super over. Who will start with? What's your favourite ground? Players. Players in Nottingham. Yeah, the old players, not the there anymore. Players. It's yeah. uh, David Lloyd now, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> favourite batter? Viv Richards. 
Favourite bowler? Hadley. These are quick. Favourite tipple? Nice pint of bitter. Absolutely, yeah. And a favourite, if we were having cricket teas, your favourite cricket tea item of choice? Scones, jam first, cream second. Very good. And finally, your sporting hero, cricket or otherwise? Steve Waugh. Fabulous, thanks for that. It's about the quickest we've ever had. Oh, right now. <laughs> Super over. Stumps, ups and beer bumps. Celebration coming up, eat a hellishly good cake with that wow factor, then speak to Helen at Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop. Hell's Kitchen, supply cupcakes and other bakes for any occasion. Message Helen at Hell's Kitchen. Check in on Facebook, Hell's Kitchen, one L in Hell, and it'll be one L of a cake for you. Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop, 07713-342-914. Any food allergies and requirements must be discussed before ordering your cakes. Going back to what we talked about at the beginning, um, we talked about your club career. You also played a bit of county level cricket as well in your in your latter years, in particular. You played a bit of second eleven cricket uh, in, in the early days for knots, but you definitely played some over fifties as well, didn't you? Yes. How enjoyable was that? Because veterans cricket, seniors cricket, whatever you want to call it, is just growing like nothing else. And it, it was great. It's, it's the camaraderie. You know, while your body can't do what it used to. Um, your mind and, and, and the banter never leaves you. So mm. um, the, the changing rooms and, and the trips and, and the away days, yeah. Yeah. fantastic. I think that's one of the things you miss when you pack up is the, the crack in the changing yeah. rooms. And yeah. I've taken to scoring with the first team, yeah. so I can stay in with that really. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely that. And I've not played for a couple of years because I've had a back injury, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I want to get back and I want to play. You yeah. start to itch now. Oh, well, I'm lucky, aren't I? Because I've got the indoor net through there with a bowling machine. So actually, whilst I can't run because I've got a bad back, I can still hit balls. So okay. I kind of get me fixed. How often are you doing that then? Three times a week. No, <laughs> once a week maybe. We won't tell the wife. No, once no, a week. Quite, no, no, if the consultant you don't want to be telling about uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's something you want to get back to and play some more senior cricket in particular. Yeah, I'd like to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very much so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think... The more seniors, over 40s is counted as senior these days. Now, would, you know, would you believe Jimmy Anderson, of course, qualifies for England over 40s? Yes. Can you imagine him just rolling out one day? Yeah. It'd be fabulous, wouldn't you? Uh, but then last week, England's over 60s beat the Aussies in the over 60s Ashes, the ashes with yeah. Nasser Hussein's brother Mel playing. Yes. So yeah. there's some really good quality cricketers out there who've just doing it for what you said. They want to keep that camaraderie, keep going around the country doing these things. I've got a funny story about Mel saying it. Oh, go on then. We, um, we, I, I was asked to go to England Amateur Trials. Yeah, so this would be about 1985, something like that. And, and, and he was there, and you know, the, the cocky southerner. You know, and, and, and there was me and Neil French. Neil French played for Welbeck, brother of Bruce French. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we got asked to go from the Knotts Cricket Association to these these trials. And um, I'm trying to think where it was. Where, where was the um, place in Staffordshire where the football used to be? You're going with L. Lillyshaw. Lillyshaw. So yeah. we went to Lillyshaw for a residential. Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously you're there for a sporting weekend. What's the first thing you do? You get leathered on the Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the indoor nets the next day, I used to run in and bowl quite sharp. And um, yeah, I've, I've, again, before helmets, um, Mel is saying I've, I've pinned it. 
Did you? Uh, yeah, and, and cut him just above the eye, and he had to go to hospital. <laughs> oh, Our stitches never came back. Really? Yeah. And I've not seen him since. Oh. <laughs> well, we know Mel's well aware of our podcast, so we'll be, be interested to see yeah. him get a nice response on that one. Hi, Mel. I hope you're all right, mate. <laughs> he, well, he's, he's done some great work with his brother at NASA to get some publicity for the great Ashes last week, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll back him on that. Good. Tell us... You know, we talked about B3, we talked about you. Let, look at the future. We talk, You want to get back to playing cricket. Yeah. What are your targets for B3? What, what, what do you think you want to take this brand and this business? Um, just keep it sustainable, really. Mm. It's, um, it's a tricky market because there's a lot of, you know, there's probably only five or six genuine English bat makers of size. When mm-hmm. I say of size, probably make more than 10 bats a week. Okay. 500 bats a year. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's all the rest are sticker merchants. Mm-hmm. You know, they're importing bats, getting them made by somebody else, putting stickers on them, and um, you know that makes it difficult for the people who are carrying the overheads of a genuine bat maker. You know, so uh, you know, keep it sustainable, keep it growing organically and steadily. Um, you know, we're not going to go out and pay thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds to a player or anything like that. We're just going to keep trying to make the best bats we can, give the best customer service and help as many cricketers as we can. That sounds like the perfect place to bring that part of our recording to an end. Absolutely. He yeah. couldn't have put it better really, no, could he? he? couldn't. Thanks for your time, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure coming up here. Um, and we'll look forward to following not just your pros, but keeping an eye out on the, the club cricketers out there who turn up with B3. And we'll, we'll get one or two opinions off them, I'm sure, as well, while we're at it. Yeah, I would have thought so, yeah. Thanks for your time, Michael. Yeah, thanks, James. Cheers. Cheers. So a fantastic interview. Thanks, Livo. Thanks, Mars. And uh, a big thanks to Michael Blatherwick. Um, great interview, I thought that. Re- really good, really interesting. Good interview, really. Yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. I think uh, the problem is, being a bowler, um, what can you buy yourself? But a new pair of boots. It's nice to have a nice bat, even though you, you can't really use it. In my case, I know what you mean. There's nothing quite. There's nothing better than a, than a nice fresh pair of socks. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's um. If, yeah, I think you mentioned in the interview. If you want to try and name a bat or something like that, you can have a go and send it into us. Yeah, if you've got any bat, bat name ideas, send them into us. Uh, stump sumps and beer pumps at gmail dot com, or just the the, the the social media, WhatsApp, Twitter, yeah, Twitter or whatever now. We'll get them through to Michael yeah. for some bat names. Revival now, I think. I think um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I call my bat really. I think probably after him with one of my favourite shots, the old chop on. The chop on. Yeah, that's me. Nice. Does Chinese cut. Uh, not very good names. Really, you can have me. all the edges cut off, so there's no edge to your bat. Oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> there's no middle to my off mine. <laughs> anyway, what we'll do is it's the end of the year, end of the season. I won't go through the people that were relegated because they threw the kit away probably by now. But like the top 40, we'll go through the winners of each league, shall we, Rick? Well, start from the bottom. It, right, OK, so in 10 South, Brailsford won that. Our third team with a good season, they finished second at Winsall. Uh, the 10 Central League is Mickelover. 10 North was Alfreton. 9 North was Buxton. 9 South was Tutbury. 8 South was Hilton. Eight north of Belper Meadows. <laughs> a bit boring, isn't it? Um, seven south was Swarkston. Seven north was South Wingfield. Six north was Ashbourne. Six south was Elstree. Five north was Duffield. Five south was Hilton. I say, well, I say it's boring. It's not boring for the people who have actually won the league. So you're enjoying this, if I've read your name out. Yeah. Uh, four south was Artsorn. They've had a good year. They won the yeah, cup as yeah, well. Yeah, gone up again, yeah. 
4 North is Riddins. 3 South was Swarkstone on that. 3 North is Glapwell Colliery. Division 2 was Clown Town. They're actually called Clown Town. Clown Town. Uh, As in Clown Town. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a clown. Like, there's an E on the end. <laughs> they all come out with red noses on big feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we say we, we thought we, we got promoted, but said we're going to Clown Town to the tune of Petula Clock Downtown. Right. But now they've gone to Div 1. We're not, we're not going there. Oh, dear. Uh, one, Division 1 was Belper Meadows, and the Premier League was Swarkston. So Swarkston have won three... Well, they can't promote that. They've won three leagues. Which was seven south, three south, and obviously the Premier League. So they've had a very good, good year. Good season, haven't they? And also, you probably mentioned the National T Twenty Cup final, which Livo was commentating on. He was, yeah. On YouTube, on the old Derbyshire thing. Unlucky for Sandy Acre, who came second from the Derbyshire League, who got beaten by Wimbledon CC. So well done to them. Fantastic, good effort to get there. Fantastic, yep. fair play to them. Fantastic. So that was that. That was very boring for everyone to listen to. It weren't boring for the winners. No. <laughs> so if your name's not been mentioned, you've not you won. haven't won. And I'm not and said if you got relegated, I'm not saying that because it's a sad time. <laughs> if you got relegated, I think. So that's it then. All the winners in, all the, all the uh, league sorted. So it's the end of the season. What are Winsel doing for the end of the season? Are, are we going on our, the annual Beano this year? Um, we are. We're, a few of us are going to Butlins, I think. All oh, right. Uh, yeah, a few of the rogues, me. Uh, Winter, Clarky, Eddie, Milkman, uh, Westy, Kettle. Oh, there's a few Jenny of Chambers. Yeah, yeah. Went for one of the weekenders. One of the two weekenders, yeah. So I think the dress code possibly might be only fools and horses. Oh, right. So I think a few of us only like a hat or a coat away from being each character. Like, so. And are you going as? Do they, is it a secret? Or? No, it's not really a secret. I mean, what choice have I got? I'm probably the old boy. If anyone's got a sheepskin jacket they can lend me, I'll, I'll, I'll quite take that off them. Yeah, I think we're going as that. That's what I think. A few, we've got, I think we've got three Dell boys, three Uncle Alberts and two Rodneys. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we, had, we, we won the last game, which was a good result, away at Wotton. Funny story there was Chilman was playing, good old Scott. Oh, he's come yeah. back for a game, did he? Come for a game. And I knew he'd scored 150 there once on a Sunday. It's because he would come late. We primed him up when he walked in the changing room and said, uh, Anyone scored any ones here? Straight away, I got 150 here one year. <laughs> it was eruption in the change. It was fantastic. <laughs> like, we knew we'd get him straight away. But uh, low scoring game, in, all out for 70. Got them out. Dug out. 150 then that week then. No, no, we got them all out for 72. I think John Duggins got six wickets, um, which was good. Uh, Jimmy got two, tripled his wickets for the season. Um, I didn't bowl. Was there a good cheer went up when he when he got a few? Yeah, yeah, it was funny actually because Watto said uh, if people are watching like on live score and they think play cricket's broke, which I thought was very funny because he <laughs> managed to bowl more overs he's bowled all season. Most amusing. I don't, I don't shout about this team, which I think I had one year. I think I got about 13 wickets all year. But How many you got this year? Uh, 46, not that I'm counting. No, no, not at all. <laughs> okay, so another episode done. Uh, well done to all the league winners that we went through. Fantastic, all had great seasons, brilliant. Um, we'll see you all next season. So all that remains really is to say that, once again, thank you to Michael, thank you to Livo, Mars. Thanks, Neil. Okay. And if you want to bat, get yourself down to B3. Go and speak to Michael. He'll CC you a brand new bat. And it's uh, here. Have a practice in his nets with the with it, and that's it. So, episode done. So, until next time, all that remains to be said. Ciao, brethren.
Till next time. So that's all we've got time for for this edition of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Thank you to our special guest today. If you know someone at your club that wishes to come and have a chat with us and talk about your club, then please email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. Also, please like and subscribe, and also you can follow us on Twitter. If you've got any questions, any stories, or any funny anecdotes, then please again email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed our tour around club cricket life. So please join us again for more of the same. Thank you very much for listening. This is Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. So until next time, there's your one for the over. Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Sports Social Podcast Network. Stump, Sumps and Beer Pumps. <laughs>